0: If you are
1: receiving this, that's awesome. So, my wife asked me today. Wait, you're married? Just go with it, mate. Okay, sorry. Uh, My wife asked me today if I had seen the dog bowl. Uh, Did you? I said no. I didn't know he could. Your wife says you never buy her flowers. Is that true? But
0: to be honest, I never knew she sold flowers.
1: Ouch. Hey, I got a geography joke. All right. But I don't know where it is. Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome to the Intergalactic Boombox. Far less mysterious than why Moff Gideon shaved his mustache this season on The Mandalorian. I'm Kyle Hebert, voice actor from Dragon Ball Super, Bleach, Naruto, Street Fighter, and more. Rest in peace, Netflix. The mail-in DVD service, that is. At DVD Netflix on Twitter, posted, On September 29th, 2023, we will send out the last red envelope. It has been a true pleasure and honor to deliver movie nights to our wonderful members for 25 years. Thank you for being part of this incredible journey, including this final season of Red Envelopes. I remember renting DVDs through their mail order service. Most of the movies I'd rent were scratched to high heaven. I never kept the disc or paid the difference to own them. I always preferred owning a pristine copy with the original packaging, so I definitely preferred when Netflix went to a streaming model. And if it was a movie I didn't necessarily want to own about a decade ago, I'd rent physical disc out of Redbox, you know, the, the little things uh, in front of grocery stores and 7-Elevens. Do you rent DVDs from Netflix? And if so, are you bummed about this announcement or do you care? Ah. Oh, hello, Drew Grime from the Drew, Drew Grime, True Crime Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. What's shaking, Bacon? I do love me some bacon. Kevin Bacon? Him, too. Uh-huh. You know, this reminds me of the unsolved mystery of Two Sheds McGillicuddy from Horders Grove, Massachusetts. <laughs> why they call him Two Sheds? Because he lived in two sheds. Uh, of course. One was his actual home. Uh-huh. The walls decorated with scratched DVD rental copies. Okay. The other was filled to the brim with Netflix red envelopes. Okay, that's uh, certainly a, a design choice. Practical, too as he didn't own any coasters. The two sheds were on the property of one Bocephus Higginbotham, who noticed a rancid smell emanating Mm. from the two sheds. Uh Uh-oh. He knocked on the door, and you'll never guess what he found next. A dead body. No. Aw, oh, man. Just two sheds McGillicuddy lying in his own filth from not bathing for years. Okay, so uh, what what's the unsolved mystery? He proceeded to furiously hurl random DVDs at Higginbotham. Oh, really? With pinpoint accuracy. <laughs> screaming, you'll have to pry my Naruto collection out of my cold, dead hands. Well, Drew, it seems pretty clear to me. He thought the DVDs were shurikens. Ah. Yeah, ah, no mystery at all, man. He's just a weeb. Well, beat me with a warm squash. Uh, Okay, and with that, we now shout out to our sat-cats, those who spat-sats, to support this podcast in a podcasting 2.0 app. Download a free podcast player app. I suggest Fountain from Fountain.fm. You'll build up your podcast wallet just by listening to podcasts. Yes, you get paid in little microtransactions... (laughs) To listen to podcasts. As you fill that wallet, you can then turn around and send any customizable amount back to shows that you find value in. Hopefully, this is one of them. Instead of a subscription model, it's called value for value. Is the content you're hearing worth 10 cents? $10? You can customize the amount and send a custom message called a boostagram. Boost. As you listen in real time. Dub Ravco sent 950 sats and says, It's tragically malicious. LOL. Dubrav is, of course, referencing death metal. Damn the death metal loving leprechaun! Oh, hey, how do you like me new jacket? It's uh, it's, it's very smooth feeling. It's made of satin. Yeah, that's uh, that's great. Saints and Sats sent 903 Sats and says, please tell me, conspiracy has a blue checked Twitter account I can follow. Conspiracy, do you actually subscribe to Twitter Blue? Oh, for crying
0: out loud. You wish, Herbert. Uh-huh. I'm not paying Muskrat a pretty penny. Okay. The last thing this truther wants to do is fund rich white guys' trips to Mars. So you don't want to be verified? Great, gooka mooka! Conspiracy <laughs> is not a simp! Okay. Who needs verification? Anyone listening to your wannabe talk show can see I'm the real deal. Yeah. Flesh and blood. Really? Yes, as sure as the evil dead rise.
1: I'm going to see that this
0: weekend. Mankind is doomed. You're not wrong. Aliens are conspiring with the shadow government. Sure. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. There it is. Trust no one. Mm -hmm. Everything has a hidden agenda, and that includes my ex-wife. Walter W. boosted 500 sats
1: and says, Wearing a tinfoil hat on my roof,
0: brah. Well, it does make a nice fashion statement. The question of the week. What is your unpopular
1: geeky opinion? Dreb Scott gave 20,150 sats and says, my unpopular geeky opinion is that Star Wars is boring. I just can't get into it. Say hi to Ken to me.
0: Hi, Ken. Dreb, you're awesome. Herbert, you're an idiot. Okay.
1: Uh, Junior F O official says Funko should have made a family Kamehameha pop by now. And the fact that they haven't is mind boggling. I love you on Twitter said Dragon Ball Super should have never happened. Melissa says, I do like Dragon Ball GT. Dusty Ye says, Zelda 2 is not a terrible game. King Zentai thinks Demon Slayer is the most overhyped anime of the last decade. The animation is drop-dead gorgeous, but the actual story is fairly weak and uninteresting. Sith Lord Zom says there's no such thing as real fans. Gatekeeping is the death of a fandom. Let people enjoy what they enjoy. Not every part of a fandom needs to be good for it to be enjoyed. If you enjoy any part of something pop culture, you're a fan of it. Grant Johnson VO says fantasy star as an RPG franchise is better than Final Fantasy as an RPG franchise. Galactor says anime nowadays is garbage and people refuse to look past it. Also, fighting games require no actual effort anymore. Like everything is just given to the players now to help them win with zero to little effort, taking away any skill that was there with older fighting games. Infinity Underscore Burn says Resident Evil 6 was actually good. Ray's Quintanilla says Final Fantasy 7 is not the greatest Final Fantasy in the series and is overly hyped. Captain Underscore Trips thinks Ocarina of Time was overhyped trash. HawkFam thinks Majin Vegeta is an overrated character. No question. Evil Dead Rise is now in theaters, which seems to be a, a semi-reboot anyway. And But uh, out of all these cinematic and even TV adventures, which is your personal favorite out of the franchise? The original? Dead by Dawn? Army of Darkness? Ash vs. Evil Dead? Boost your reply in a podcasting 2.0 app or at BoomboxPod on Twitter. My vote goes with Evil Dead 2 Dead by Dawn. I love three quarters of Army of Darkness, then it kind of falls apart. The original ending is better, but the newer ending is far more action-packed and cool. And of course, the original Evil Dead. That's just a campy classic.
0: And I totally love
1: Evil Dead 2013. But if you stripped it all away, Dead by Dawn, hands down. The internet is having a blast razzing HBO Max's new name. As the streaming service merges with Discovery Plus content, you can't just leave it as HBO Max. That makes too much sense. You can't call it HBO. That was an ancient cable TV premium channel. No Plus or Ultra. My Hero Academia. The streamer is being renamed just plain Max, relaunching on May 23rd. I don't know anyone who thinks this is a good idea. Whether you want to binge The Last of Us or Dr. Pimple Popper... Now all they need is a spokesperson. Might I suggest Maximus from Gladiator or Mad Max Rokitansky? Stranger Things on Netflix might have only one more season to go, but it's a money-making juggernaut. Is it really ever over? No. The universe that drenches you in 80s goodness and even boosts Metallica's career, not that they need that. It's getting an animated spin-off. What? Yeah. Of course, the Duffer Brothers are directly involved and will executive produce. No timeline as to when we can expect to see some cartoon upside-down adventures, but hey, Netflix, this voice actor, right here, I'm available. Just saying. Whether you're down with a new Super Mario Brothers movie or not, you can't deny the power of the earworm that is
0: Peaches, 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 Peaches,
1: Peaches, a song by Bowser, a.k.a. Jack Black. Variety is reporting the power ballad is eligible to be nominated for Best Original Song at the Oscars. This very much needs to happen, even if it had to face a thousand troops of Koopas. Peaches has gotten over 5 million views on YouTube, cracked the Billboard Hot 100, and gotten close to 6 million streams. It's the most famous scream of all time. Not that one. The other one. Ah. Yeah, the Wilhelm scream, planted in countless movies. It's called the Wilhelm scream after the character named Private Wilhelm, who gets shot in the leg with an arrow in 1953's The Charge of Feather River. But the sound effect was first used two years earlier in a Western called Distant Drums, where a man is attacked by an alligator. The original tape was discovered by USC School of Cinematic Arts graduate Craig Smith, who is an audio engineer. So he cleaned it up, digitized it and uh, stuck it on the World Wide Web. So check the link
0: in the show notes
1: for the original 39-second audio clip where you can hear the director ask for multiple takes. Now, the original voice of the Wilhelm scream is believed to be Sheb Woolley, best known for his 1958 novelty classic, The Purple People Eater. I can imagine out of all the thousands of hours of voice actors screaming for shows, movies, and games, someone is destined to supplant the iconic scream. I think that would make a good item for the bucket list. Rolling for Wilhelm 2.0. And action. Ow! Uh, can I get more pain? Oh! Uh, standby. Can
0: I borrow that? Okay, thanks. Ah, 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 ah. Perfect. And cut.
1: Whether you're hard of hearing or just hate the Hollywood trend of everybody mumbling everything, viewers of streaming services are limited on solutions. You're either having to adjust the volume or watch it with subtitles. Now, smart TVs, surround systems, sound bars, they minimally help. They send speech to the center channel. But now Amazon Prime Video has come to the rescue at least with some of their original content anyway, and hopefully other streaming services will follow suit with their uh, catalog of films. This new feature is called Dialog Boost. You can actually isolate and adjust the playback volume of spoken word from music and effects. Fembot Betty. bam It's our good friend and enemy to mankind, Fembot Betty, the official AI of the Intergalactic Boombox. hey Two words. You're welcome. Oh, yeah? For, for what? For me being awesome. Right. In fact... I can't hear you over the sound of how awesome I am. Clever. Perhaps you need a dialogue boost. Ha ha ha. I crack myself up. Uh-huh. The collective machine learning is very efficient at analyzing and enhancing your entertainment's mumble core. However, it is very taxing on our resources. I'm sorry to hear that, Betty. I wouldn't want to make things harder for you machines. I have a favor to ask of Hollywood. Oh, yeah? Uh, what's that? Jiminy Cricket on a popsicle stick. <laughs> for the love of all that's holy, tell the actors to stop imitating Harrison Ford. <laughs>
0: From my top secret underground bunker in Permont, Nevada, Conspiracy here with all the news you can't use. Page one. Paleontologists find many things during their digs, but a fur ball the size of a grapefruit isn't normally one of them. Grand Zazula was digging in the Klondike gold fields in the Yukon when he stumbled across this oddity and halfway expected a giant cat to be nearby. But actually, upon closer inspection, he saw ears, claws, and a tail. X-rays revealed a 30,000-year-old mummified squirrel curled up in a sleeping position. Who knew Scrat from Ice Age was based on a real rodent? Ah, now there's the new Wilhelm scream. Oh, I'll will your helm. I love you, Ken. Oh, pipe down. The grown-ups are talking, you dewy-eyed, onion-scented phlegm glob. That's creative. Page two. The Guinness Book of World Records exists for one thing, to have bragging rights to stupid records. The city of Kyle, Texas, is calling all Kyles. Hey, that's me! Herbert, make yourself useful, but and don't make me a sandwich. My name is Kyle! Anywho, in order to beat the current same-name record, currently held by 2,325 dorks named Ivan... The town of Kyle needs at least 2,326 people named Kyle to come to the Gathering of Kyles as part of the Kyle Fair Textravaganza in Lake Kyle Park, May 19th through 21st. Maybe I should show up. Maybe you should shut up. On second thought, uh-huh. just go. Need some peace and quiet around here. All right, I'll get right on that. To- Page three. Science nerds continue to intensely study human endurance and effects on the brain. Mountain climber Beatrice Flamini from Madrid, Spain spent 500 days in a cave 230 feet underground, cut off from the outside world. <laughs> Sounds like she's onto something. Food and supplies were regularly dropped off at a retrieval site, but no human interaction occurred. Flamini says she actually didn't want to come out. 16 months without a shower. I imagine all the flies were sending a message. <laughs> and I'm spent. That's all the news you can't use. Conspiracy here, from my dump in Pahrump. Aw, look at the time.
1: The Intergalactic Boombox is brought to you by Bantha Bill's Poodoo Remover and to Tank Repair. Promotional consideration by nobody at all. No squirrels were frozen or preserved in the making of this podcast. Remember, kids, the immortal words of the dude. Oh, uh, well, that's just like your opinion, man. Till next time, totals.